listener production. Why did the Aussie share market seem unbothered by a lift in unemployment? And find out how far the Aussie market is from record highs. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday the 14th of December. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Laura. Stevie, so much to digest today. What a time to be alive. What a great day for the Aussie market. Wow. 1.6% higher at the moment. Anything could happen from here because mm-hmm. if we do go up at least 1.66%, mm-hmm. that means it's our best day in over a year. At the moment, we're up 1.62%. And we were up 1.67% yeah. just not um, just a moment ago, actually. Yeah. How quickly things change. We are yes. on a five-day winning streak. We're Absolutely. up more than 2.5% over that period. We've hit a more than four-month high as well. We are 9% above the low that was hit in late October, which means that we have gone from this being a pretty underwhelming year mm. to being an okay year. Yeah, you know, we're about got... 5% higher so far this year with how many days to go? Nine? Yeah, I think it's nine days now. And we were down about 5% last year, so it's not, nothing changes. <laughs> we're pretty much recouping at least the losses over the past year. The catalyst for all of this seems to be growing hopes that central banks around the world might be done with interest rates. We've had so many around the world. We have not had as many here in Australia as many other countries like the US and the UK and uh, Europe as well. But last night, the US central bank, the Fed, kept interest rates on hold. That was widely expected. Still the highest they've been in 22 years. But they also flagged 75 basis points or three quarters of a percent worth of rate cuts next year and an additional 1% 1% or 100 basis points of cuts in 2025. That really provided a very big boost to US markets. And that seems to have been one of the main reasons why markets around the world are doing well today. Exactly right. So that equates to around three rate cuts of 25 basis points next year, which the market is very optimistic about. But markets are pricing in that it's going to be even more. So you give them an inch, they take a mile. They think it's going to be even more rate cuts next year. So we'll wait to see what happens. But that's really what buoyed US markets last night. And that led us to have a really, really strong session today. Absolutely. Two things that markets have been most concerned about over the past couple of years, inflation being too high and interest rate hikes. And that's kind of that important turning point when we go from all these rate hikes to more conversation around rate cuts. So this is quite an important time. and um, Pivotal. It is. And we'll see how markets do for the rest of the year. We also had another important update today. We had the latest numbers on jobs growth over here in Australia. So this is one thing that we're watching. We're waiting for this report to come out. And it was fairly mixed, to say the least. Very much so. So this is for the month of November. It's when we find out what the unemployment rate's sitting at, how many jobs were added, if they were full or part-time. So... You're right, it was mixed because there were 61,500 jobs added in November, six times more than expected. Uh, The unemployment rate, though, went from 37 to 3.9%. That was also a bigger lift than expected. So that's actually the highest the unemployment rate has been in Australia since interest rates first started lifting back in May 2022. And that's because there are more people out there looking for work. You know, there are more people coming to Australia, including international students, they're finding work. There's been a drop as well in the number of ads for jobs and more applicants for each of those positions. And there are signs that the unemployment rate could keep rising from here because there just aren't as many jobs being created enough to basically keep that unemployment rate steady. An interesting number, you need about 35,000 jobs from here per month to keep the unemployment rate steady. Mm. 
So it's not going to be an easy feat, you know, on a monthly basis, even though if we get you know, a couple of good months here and there. Exactly. So there was definitely something for everyone in that that yeah. in that jobs report. But what did the market do? Nothing. Nothing. Yep, exactly right. I think it wasn't strong or weak enough to change the market's thinking around interest rate cuts or hikes. You know, what happened last night with the Fed or this morning was more important. The Aussie dollar did jump up a bit, but did. as far as share markets go, gains across all sectors today. Absolutely. The one that stood out, though, is the real estate sector. Mm. So, of course, that's the most interest rate sensitive. They're up about 4%, but we're also seeing tech stocks up almost 3%. The miners are up quite substantially as well. And it's really quite broad-based gains across most of the sectors, right? Very much so. All 11 are higher. 85% of companies on our market improved as well. And all sectors managed to benefit. Industrials underwhelmed a little, but they still managed to lift by about three quarters of a percent. In fact, only 22 of the ASX 200 companies are lower at the moment heading into the close. And this is interesting because the the one group that really struggled today were insurance companies. Now, two potential reasons for this. So this includes stocks like QBE, Suncorp and IAG. They all fell between 2 and 3%. Partly a reaction, I think, to tropical cyclone Jasper in, in far north Queensland. So over the next week or so, we're probably going to get updates on the type of financial impact it could have on these businesses. But secondly... Many insurers can actually benefit from higher interest rates because they put their money in quite safe investments and they can get bigger returns when rates are higher. And just the talk of rate cuts perhaps has also seen some of those stocks underperforming today. Packaging company Aurora was one of the few companies to lose ground today. So this is the bottle maker behind a number of well-known alcohol brands. They make like wine bottles, beer bottles, vodka bottles, things like that. They also recently bought a French bottle making specialist, how do you pronounce it? I can't remember the name of Save it. Save a glass. Save a glass? Yeah. That doesn't sound French, does it? <laughs> it doesn't, but I was like... Save a glass. Do you want to, do you want to put a French accent? Save a glass. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> well, anyways, that was a $2.2 billion deal. And today the company came out with a trading update saying that conditions have been quite subdued. There's you know, softer consumer demand. There's less orders coming from its business customers in response to that. And it estimates that earnings from the Save a Glass business, I make it sound so un-French, um, won't get better this financial year. But despite that news, Aurora still remains confident in the medium to long-term growth of its business. And it still expects high earnings for the group by the end of 2024. But still, Aurora shares down around 3% today. Woolies confirmed that the regulator or the ACCC won't get in the way of a deal to buy 55% of Pet Stock Group, mm. which is a specialty pet business. So it owns a couple of hundred stores. It was a business founded 30 years ago in Ballarat. So first announced this 12 months ago. It should be completed now by the 3rd of January, but it's taken this long to get uh, across the line. So Woolies said it thinks this is a, a complementary business. We've both got pets, but do you know what percentage of Aussies back in 2021 actually owned at least one pet, if you had to guess? Mm, I'd say it's pretty high, like 75. 69%. Wow. Over 30... That was close. Over 30 million pets in 2021 in Australia alone, and over a million pets were adopted during the pandemic. So that's a lot. Woolies is, I guess, trying to take advantage of this uh, this growing business. Very, very interesting stuff there, Stevie. I'm glad you came at us with all of those <laughs> stats. I do love pets. I'd like to adopt them all, actually. On an unrelated note, 
Genesis Minerals. Yep. <laughs> that was in focus today. Not quite as fun as all the pet talk, but this one caught my eyes because its shares were among the best performers. The company released an update saying it will acquire two gold projects in Western Australia for a total of $53.5 million. That'll basically help its company grow. Finally, lithium stocks standing out today in pretty big way. Stocks like Olcom, Core Lithium, Pilbara up around 8 to about 10%. No big news today, but you know the rate cut news maybe um, globally has been helpful. But this is an area that's really struggled over the course of 2023. Okay, let's look ahead to tonight. So we will get the latest figures on US retail sales tonight for the month of November. Of course, we're going to be focusing on what happened with those Black Friday sales and, of course, Cyber Monday as well. That'll be the focus. A number of countries across the globe making their interest rate yep. decisions, including the ECB, so European Central yep. Bank. So they, Bank they make a decision on 20, what happens to rates in 20 countries across Europe. So it's a big one. You're right. And the Bank of England, as you said. Yep. And a handful of others. They're all expected to keep rates on hold. And then tomorrow, mm-hmm. China's monthly data dump. Yep. That's going to be at 1 p.m. Sydney time. Mm-hmm. That's when we get lots of updates on how its economy is doing. This is for November. Absolutely. So that could definitely move markets heading into the afternoon, especially our mining stocks. And then we'll get the latest purchasing managers indexes for the month of December tomorrow as well. Yep. And NAB's paying a dividend and also holding an annual general meeting. So they'll be one to watch too. Absolutely. Awesome. Great. Have a good one. Fantastic. Ciao. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.